Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments of the Morning radio program.
Thank you. 
Fighting, come what may, and tell myself each day. 
Lift me up, it's time to go Been down this road before and I know There's danger up ahead Recalculate and turn around I'm heading home, I'm homeward bound No, I'm not gonna walk that path no more I know, I know it's not too late No, my past won't seal my fate You'll be there With arms wide open No matter what I've done wrong No matter how long I've been gone You'll be there To let me back in Feel Moshit yadon ezrav Venoten berachamav Et hakoach nateken Venashuv elav J.M. in the A.M., what a song, huh? My Way Back Home, done by uh, the Solomon Brothers and Yishai Rebo, part of the Amudim presentation that uh, took place a couple of months ago, and that was pretty amazing in and of itself. Imesh Gachech, done by Moshe Kunstler, Joey Newcomb's Misha Amar. Hashem will always love you. Yosef Weiss here at J.M. in the A.M. Eliezer Ben Mordechai with Ad Onna, Yismach Moshe with DJ Fardbreng. Panima, brand new from Shlomo Lippman out of Israel. Good song. Good song, Shlomo Lippman. Thanks for sending that to us. And uh, Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday, everybody. Good to greet you on this Thursday morning, the 9th of February, day number 18 in the month of Shvat, the year 5783, Tufshin Pei Gimel. Thanks so much for joining us. Much appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. 
Listener Tikva has already checked in from Israel. That's how we know we're doing well. Listener Tikva still tuning in every single afternoon in Israel. And it's uh, great to speak to her and great to hear from her as well. By the way, a special good morning going out to Rabbi Richard Kirsch. Rabbi Richard Kirsch is uh, spending his day, as he does every day, on the Kushner campus in Livingston, New Jersey, educating our youth and doing an amazing job. Really, really nice, wonderful friend for, oh my gosh, I don't even know how long we know each other. Anyway, I had the opportunity to check in with him yesterday, so I wanted, and he had some amazing things to say about this show and the type of a game changer it is for him, so I just want to say thank you and uh, best regards to the entire Kirsch family and uh, Rabbi Kirsch. I hope that the uh, the music is um, to your satisfaction this morning, as it seems it always is, thank God. Baruch Hashem. By the way, I heard from Leora Teji. Many of you know Leora Teji as a... Uh, a highly spiritual force in the city of Jerusalem who feeds every single Thursday, like today, uh, feeds hundreds of families who are victims of terror, uh, whose, whose family members have been victims of terror over the last 20 years or so. Terror-victims.co.il. I can't recommend that site enough. Terror-victims.co.il. Anyway, Leora Teji is going to be in the United States next week. Anybody wants to meet her? And I highly recommend that she is a, it's just an amazing experience when you meet her. Uh, anybody who wants to meet her, take down this phone number and arrange to meet with Leora Teji uh, from Yerushalayim, an amazing person. 347-255-6723. Again, 347-255-6723. And it'll be a life-changing experience for you. I could tell you that much. And I look forward to uh, seeing her, please God, when we celebrate the wedding of our son in the uh, Holy Land in a short time. It's coming up. Boy, is it coming up. <laughs> it is coming up fast and furious. Uh, big day today. This is traditionally for us over the last 10 years, the day that we really concentrate on the Super Bowl. Uh, so let's see, a, in a non-Super Bowl-related conversation, we're going to introduce the brand-new president of the OU to this uh, wonderful audience. So that'll be coming up uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. But in addition to that, Mayor Kay has the Super Soul parties in eight different cities of the United States, a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Uh, he's doing it for um, those in the homeless community in eight different cities, and he'll speak with us at about 7.35 this morning here at JM in the AM. Get to check in with Mayor Kay, who has his own amazing history with us uh, when it comes to the Kosher Halftime Show. Um, then, let me get this straight. Ross Rothenberg, who is um, part of the Rothenberg family, who have made us part of their family over the last, I would say, 10 years or so. And now the Rothenbergs are like the automatic even Pepsi couldn't hold on to the halftime show, but the Rothenbergs are the only outfit um, associated with the kosher halftime show. Ross is going to join us, and this year particularly, the Rothenberg family is extra interested in the big game because, of course, they're from Philadelphia. So, you know, 
We're going to have to sit through some of that. <laughs> Hear, hearing why the Eagles are likely going to win, you know. Anyway, we'll do that with Ross and thank the Rothenberg family uh, later on. And Ellie Lunzer, who uh, as an Orthodox Jew has a uh, an interesting uh, position and an interesting job in the world of sports uh, management, he is out at the Super Bowl site right now. He's either he's either in Phoenix or Vegas. I don't know where he's shuttling back and forth to today. Uh, he'll check in in the eight o'clock hour and just talk about being an Orthodox Jew and hanging out with all these football players and uh, and major companies that are trying to attract these players um, on a regular basis. It's really, really cool. And he's pretty understated. I saw him a couple of Shabbatot ago. He's pretty understated about the whole thing. Really, that's what makes it so fun to talk to him about it. So we'll check in with him later on. Of course, a full Thursday. You know what that means. Uh, great programming all day long. Yes, he's wide with a Thursday live lunch. I am Miriam L. Wallach's guest on the uh, That's Life program at 1030. We'll discuss the Kosher Halftime Show, which is also sort of an annual tradition. And um, just lots of great programming. Erev Shabbos Show tonight, Mark Zamek, special for Parsha's Yisro, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. By the way, tremendous commercials for Sunday. Tremendous commercials for Sunday. Shout out to Tuscanini. Shout out to Tirat Tzvi. The Bartonura spots are unbelievable. Unbelievable. If there's one thing Kosher Halftime Show has done, it has made a commitment to only have the highest quality commercial spots like, quote-unquote, Super Bowl commercials, you know, are. And the spots this year are just incredible. And those of you who are looking forward to my exclusive conversation with Yerachmiel Begun and a close look at the Miami Boys Choir, it's going to be a really full-fledged, incredible package. I mean, the Kosher Halftime Show this year, if you really want to go back to watch the game, you're going to have to stop the Kosher Halftime Show and continue it later because it's going to be close to an hour long. Uh, That's how in-depth and incredible this whole thing is. So that drops 8 o'clock. It'll be on the audio network, Nahum Single Network, 8 o'clock Sunday night. It'll be video form at NahumSingle.com Sunday night, 8 o'clock. It'll be all over social media, all of our sites, all of our platforms. And, of course, I hope you will share it on WhatsApp and other, uh, you know, and through other media. I hope you will um, share it and, you know, encourage people to watch it. Uh, really is going to be a great presentation. Somebody who I would never expect a compliment from uh, they're really tough when it comes to production. Uh, saw the Kosher Halftime Show as they were editing it and called me and said, just just, just fantastic. Just a great, great production. So I haven't even seen it yet. I haven't seen it in its, in, in its entirety, but um, I will hopefully today or tomorrow. And uh, what can I say? If it lives up to the way people are talking about it, it's really going to be spectacular. So more about that, of course, later on. And I thank all of you for your enthusiasm as we continue to make a statement. The Coach Halftime Show is all about making a statement. And that statement is that uh, not all entertainment has to be what the NFL dictates it has to be. Uh, we, we can make a statement that, you know, we're, we're, we're in a little bit of a different place and we can have a kosher uh, halftime show, a kosher form of entertainment and inspiration uh, during halftime or any time, obviously. But uh, anyway, you get the point. If you're watching the Kosher Halftime Show with your family, let us know. Send us pictures. Email nachum at nachumsegal.com and send it to me on WhatsApp and uh, Messenger. You know, just send me uh, and send everybody in our staff. Send the network platforms, uh, the network addresses. Uh, send pictures of your family gathering around to watch the uh, Kosher Halftime Show during halftime of the game. Anyway, that's the story with that. Uh, Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM. 
as we uh, continue on this Thursday morning. So Parsha's Yisro, of course, and I'm sure Mark Zamek includes it tonight in the um, in the era of Shabbos show, uh, does in fact have, I mean, when you think about it, Parsha's Yisro has more songs than than you'd think because, uh, you know, you, well, you could, um, you know, songs like uh, Vayichan and, you know, I'm sure there's a Kabedis Avicha song somewhere, you know, things like that. But, but this this song is literally from the first Aliyah of this week's Parsha. Um, right? First Aliyah, right? Um, so we always try to play it as we get closer and closer to Parsha's Yisro right here at JM. And speaking of Miami, here Achmiel Begun, Miami Kosher Halftime Show. This comes from Miami. Here it is at JM in the AM. Oh. 
J.M. in the A.M. As a Jew is the name of that one. Benny Friedman here at J.M. in the A.M. Thanks for joining us. Thursday morning broadcast. Thursdays are big here at the Nahum Single Network. Uh, as you know. Uh, you heard your Achmiel begun the Miami Boys Choir with Baruch Hashem. That's, of course, the... Uh, selection from this week's Parsha that we'd love to play. And, of course, Miami is the focus of our Kosher Halftime Show, uh, which is happening this coming Sunday, presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Uh, 8 o'clock on Sunday night, it'll become available to the world, which means you can hear the entire presentation, which, as I said to Avrami, this year it's really important that people know that they can hear it because... It's an interview. It's like, you know, it's a good idea for it to be heard. <laughs> it's certainly a legitimate format to present the Kosher Halftime Show in audio form this year. Um, so it'll be available on our social media sites, it'll, our platforms, I should say. Um, our YouTube channel. I'm hoping that you'll find it in plenty of WhatsApp groups and being shared in uh, abundance by people all around the world. Again, it's uh, Kosher Halftime Show, 10th Annual Edition, presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com, and we are featuring your Achmiel Begun and the Miami Boys Choir. In regard to the craze, the viral sensation that Miami became and continues to be on TikTok, 
um, throughout the entire world, not just the Jewish world, but throughout the entire world. whole thing is pretty amazing, frankly. All right, so 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Sunday night. Get ready. Should be a lot of fun. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&A. Chables and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. Get ready, everybody. Get ready because... Um, as we keep reminding you, with all the Super Bowl parties going on on Sunday, you want to make sure to be prepared with A&H salamis. A lot of people serve Hasselback salamis. You want to make sure to be prepared with some delicious beef fry and, of course, the hot dogs in all varieties. Hey, it's the, it's the, it's the uh, Super Bowl. Come on. You want to make sure you're prepared. So A&H has great displays in, so many of our, in, in all of our kosher supermarkets and in so many supermarkets in general. So take advantage, go buy them, and enjoy and watch your family and friends really have a great time on Sunday. Um, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, web, and alchemsegal.com, on the Alchemsegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Between now and the uh, 20th of February, the major Talmud and Mishnah sale is happening over at artscroll.com. Remember, free shipping, major discounts if you use promo code RADIO. Right now, take advantage of all their savings. Everything associated with Talmud and Mishnah, and I mean everything, whether it's Tosvos, whether it's Ein Yaakov, whether it's obviously you know a set of Shas, the full Mishnayis, whatever it is you're looking for, it's all a part of the big Artscroll sale. Go to Artscroll.com, take advantage, use promo code RADIO. Whenever you go to Artscroll.com, use promo code RADIO for free shipping and your major discount. That's how it works. It's as simple as that, and you'll be glad you did. It's America's one. Did we do this already? Apparently, we did our uh, <laughs> we did our ID already. <laughs> Galit Sal, the background to our news from Israel coming up next hour. It's both Mayor Kay and Ross Rothenberg about Sunday, and then we introduce the brand new OU president in hour number three this morning. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, two p.m. newscast next year. אותרו גופותיהם של ראשי הקהילה היהודית באנטקיה שנעדרו מאז רעידת האדמה בטורקיה בתחילת השבוע. בני הזוג שאול וטונה ג'נודי. לעיר שנמצאת קרוב לסוריה נשלחה משלחת מיוחדת ומאובטחת בעקבות דיווחים כי שמעו את קולה של טונה תחת ההריסות. אך השניים חולצו ללא רוח חיים. במקביל נרשמה התקדמות בהקמת בית חולים שדה ישראלי באזור האסון בטורקיה, וכפי שדיווחו שליחינו לאזור, שחר גליק וצביקה אליהו, הוא צפוי להתחיל לפעול עוד הערב. לינור אטיאס, חובשת איחוד הצלה בקהרמן מרש, סיפרה לנורית קנטי בגלי צה"ל על מאמצי החילוץ שנמשכים כל העת. המאמץ שלנו מתרכז עכשיו, כשאנחנו מדברים, דוקטור קרן רוס נמצאת בתוך הריסות, מעניקה טיפול מייצב ראשוני לילדה בת 15, שהיא ושתי אחיותיה נלכדו תחת ההריסות. אנחנו מטפלים באבא, דיווחנו לו כבר ששתי הבנות האחרות נגזר מותן. 
שלושה בני אדם נעצרו בחשד שמכרו תחמושת לפעילי הג'יהאד האסלאמי ביהודה ושומרון. מחקירת השב"כ עלה כי העצורים שכרו בכ-150 אלף כדורים ומאות מחסניות לנשק מסוג M16 אותם השיגו בארץ. העצורים בשלב זה של החקירה הינם שני אחים אזרחי ישראל מתל שבע שבנגב, נגדם הוגש גם כתב אישום, ופלסטינים מהכפר יעבד הסמוך לג'נין. ברצלונה הודיעה על ניתוק זמני של הקשרים עם ישראל לאחר הצבעה במועצת העיר. מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ, יערה אברהם. ראש עיריית ברצלונה עדה קולאו הודיעה לראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו כי היא משעה את כל קשריה של העיר עם ישראל. זאת בשל הפרות חוזרות ונשנות של זכויות העם הפלסטיני לדבריה. העיר הספרדית תשמור על קשריה עם ארגונים שפועלים למען השלום ונגד האפרטהייד לשון ההודעה. במשרד החוץ גינו את החרם וטענו כי ההחלטה אנטישמית ומביעה תמיכה בארגוני טרור. כתבתנו עינב קרנר מוסיפה כי שר התיירות חיים כץ שלח בתגובה מכתב לשרת התיירות בספרד, וביקש ממנה לשנות את ההחלטה. הוא כתב, מדובר בהחלטה מצערת ושגויה מן היסוד. יש להפריד בין הפוליטיקה לתיירות, כך כץ. האלימות כלפי הצוותים הרפואיים. כתב אישום הוגש נגד שני תושבי מזרח ירושלים בגין תקיפה ואיומים על רופא ומאבטחים בחניון המרכז הרפואי הדסה עין כרם בירושלים. עם הפרטים כתבתנו בבירה נועה ברנס. אחד מהנאשמים הגיע למרכז הרפואי הדסה עין כרם ובעזרת קרש נטרל את הדוקרנים בחניית הצוות וחנה במקום. איש צוות רפואי העיר לו וצילם את המכשול שיצר בתגובה הנאשם איים עליו ואמר שיהרוג אותו ויצטרכו להוציא את גופתו מהמקום. הנאשם ירק לעבר המאבטחים שהוזעקו למקום ואז הגיע הנאשם השני. יחד תקפו את המאבטחים עד שנעצרו על ידי המשטרה. מזג האוויר קר מהרגיל לעונה. גשם מקומי קל צפוי בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה. אלה החדשות שעורך יובל שגב.
He flew the box to heaven And the gate man said to him Yes, it certainly is a treasure But Hashem won't let you in The angel flew the world again And this time to a war He saw an act of bravery Like none he'd seen before A soldier jumped upon a bomb To save the lives of friends And with the first drop of the soldier's blood The angel flew again The keeper of the gate told him Were it up to me I'd let you in right now With that drop of blood I see But the Lord of hosts has told me That I cannot let you in Until the utmost precious cherished thing Is brought back here to him The angel flew the world again Till he saw a sinner's face It was covered by a talus Which was hiding his disgrace And from a deep-felt sense of shame Something started to appear And the angel flew with all his might And he grabbed that precious tear The gates of heaven opened up And light filled up the sky The Holy One himself took the teardrop and he cried My house is always open, says the mighty Lord of hosts And a teardrop of repentance is the thing I cherish most Hashem once made an angel and gave him quite a chore Go and search the whole wide world And bring back to my door The thing that is most valuable The thing I cherish most Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then I'll let you back in heaven then Yes, I'll let you back in heaven then Said the Lord of hosts Shri 
Shir Hamalois, Eilecho Nososi, Eseinai, Hayoishvi Bashomoyim. Shir Hamalois, Eilecho Nososi, Eseinai, Hayoishvi Bashomoyim.
JM in the AM bench bench done by Avramo. Yidl before that was Shira Malos. The Angel song was Zevi Kaufman off the Yes Legacy album. And this is JM in the AM. Kosher Halftime Show is Sunday, presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. You can catch the audio at 8 p.m. Sunday night right on our stream at uh, on our network at NahumSiegel.com and, of course, on the NSN app. Video will be available at NahumSiegel.com. On the homepage, um, our YouTube channel will have it. Uh, obviously, our social media platforms will be promoting it like crazy on Sunday. Uh, WhatsApp groups will be sharing it. Just check it out. Play it for your family during halftime. You may want to continue it after the halftime break. It's a long kosher halftime show. Big thank you to all of our commercial sponsors and everybody out there. Get ready. It's an exclusive interview with Yerachmiel Begun about the Miami Boys Choir viral sensation that they have been on social media for the last few months. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow here at JMNAM, Malcolm Holmline at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time. Harry Rothenberg and Rabbi Yudin, of course, about Parshas Yisro and plenty more. Tonight, it's Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens tonight, starting at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. I must say, there's a lot happening. I mentioned earlier that Leora Teji, who runs the... Um, incredible charity or mayor bracha in Jerusalem and in, in and of itself in and of herself is an amazing person to meet is going to be in the United States next week. And I'm strongly recommending, especially those of you who would like to discuss Shaduchim and Parnassah, etc. I'm strongly recommending you get to know her not only to support the cause, which is worthwhile, uh, but she is uh, somebody who is um, very inspiring and can give someone a lot of, a lot of tremendous chizuk. Leora Teji is available uh, next week here in the Brooklyn area. If you call 347-255-6723, 347-255-6723. Special good morning to uh, Rabbi Richard Kirsch this morning. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm, I, I'm, glad that, um, I'm glad that one of our listeners posted this on our app. Uh, those of you who are in Brooklyn today, be aware of the fact that this terrible, terrible tragedy, the New York City police officer who was killed, um, the, the funeral, his funeral is going to be, I think, I think it's uh, police officer Ramos, his funeral is going to be taking place today, and they will close, in a, oh, it may be closed already, right around now they are closing Coney Island Avenue, from Church Avenue all the way to Avenue I, or Avenue L. Uh, all the way uh, down uh, Coney Island Avenue until 4 o'clock today. Uh, not a complaint, <laughs> well-deserved uh, to memorialize one of the heroes of New York City. Uh, but I'm just giving everyone a heads up. Uh, I can't only imagine how many people, especially from our community, travel down Coney Island Avenue every single day. So it's going to be completely closed for that entire stretch. So it's an area you may want to avoid today. Um, listener Moshe, thank you for the Kosher Halftime Show. Um mentioned on the app but it's not beyonce this year rihanna <laughs> rihanna is performing for the nfl so you would have to do a play on words on rihanna not on beyonce <laughs> uh, but anyway the only play on words we're going to be concerned with is rachmiel begun of the miami boys choir with kosher halftime show 2023 our 10th annual kosher halftime show sponsored by the rothenberg law firm injury lawyer dot com more coming up it's jm in the a.m. Mm-hmm. 
J.M. and the A.M. From Yitzchak Fuchs and Friends. Kolod is the name of that one here at J.M. and the A.M. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&A. Jables and Hyman. Kosher hot dog sausage and deli is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. A&H ready to celebrate its 70th birthday. But before that, A&H ready to celebrate this coming Sunday with Super Bowl parties all around the nation. 
You go to your supermarket today, tomorrow. Make sure to load up on all the great A&H hot dogs and salamis and beef fry. Get ready for Sunday. You want your family and friends to be really, really happy. <laughs> and we have the secret to making them happy. Serve plenty of A&H. So it's, it's foolproof. That's how, good a, uh, that's how good an idea it is. It's foolproof. You serve A&H, people are just going to be like, wow, thank you. You really think a lot of us. If you're serving us A&H for your uh, Super Bowl party. <laughs> uh, and again, they're getting ready for his 70th anniversary, which is pretty cool. And I thank Seth Levitt, who joined us earlier this week to discuss the whole thing. And if you missed that, check out the archives, NahumSiegel.com, and of course, on the NSN app. Rabbi W. We'll go a drop early to Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Shmuel Beis that Klau Yisrael was defeated by the Plishtim. The Plishtim captured the Aram. But there were a lot of plagues that came to the Plishtim during the seven months which they had the Aram. They decided to return it. They brought the Aram to the fields of Beis Shemesh. The people of Kiryas Yarim were very honored to have the Aram. It remained with them for years. When the Plishtim attacked, Dovr HaMelech then defeated them. He went to Kiryas Yarim to bring back the Aaron Elohim to Yerushalayim. There it says that David and all of Klau Yisrael were rejoicing before Hashem with all kinds of wood instruments, with drums and timbrels and cymbals. When the entourage reached Goran Nachon, the land was level, but the oxen caused the Aaron to move from its place. Uzzah, who was among those that were guiding the wagon, was afraid that the Aaron was going to fall, so he put out his hand to hold on to it. But he should not have worried, because the Aaron was no C.S. Noisov. It carried those who carried it. Uzzah was punished on the spot. Why? Because only a lack of Amuna would make Uzzah think that the Aaron would indeed fall. When David HaMelech saw this, he was afraid the Kedush of the Aaron was so great that it would be impossible for the people to handle it properly. So he decided not to bring the Aaron to Yerushalayim. Instead, he brought the Aaron to the house of Ovid Edom, where it remained for three months. During that time, something very special happened. Dovr HaMelech was told that Hashem had blessed the house of Ovid Edom and everything that he had because of the Aaron Elohim. The Gemara tells us, what was this blessing? Rabbi Yehuda ben Zvida says, it refers to Chamos, the wife of Ovid Edom, and her eight daughters-in-law. Each one gave birth to six children at one time. So great is the bracha that we all have from the Torah. It enriches our lives. It blesses our house with all that we need, materially and spiritually. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M., it's almost impossible to uh, be talking about the Kosher Halftime Show on the Thursday before the Super Bowl and not think 
of one of our amazing friends who continues to be a very important part of the Nahum Siegel Network, whether he uh, whether he knows it or not. <laughs> and that's our great friend, Mayor Kay. And Mayor Kay, in addition to helping me remind everybody how cool it is to have a kosher halftime show, we're also going to discuss what he's doing this Sunday, which, in my opinion, is one of the great Kiddush Hashems out there. By the way, folks, after 40 years, thank God, people take my recommendations in terms of things to support. Earlier this morning, Stacy and I supported Mayor Kay's Cause Match campaign, and I'm so happy to see that he's using our friends at Cause Match, who did such a great job on our fire campaign and our year-end campaign. Uh, if you go to causematch.com slash party, causematch.com slash party, you'll see the entire story of what Mayor Kay is doing on Sunday, and we, again, are proud supporters of his Efforts, Mayor Kay. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hey, good morning, good morning, Nachum and everybody. Good morning. It's good to be back. It's wow. It's it's become a tradition and it's something that I look forward to. So thanks for having me and good to hear from you. I remember the first time you showed up to my studio. You know, it's funny. I asked you if you you know if you, what time you wake up, you'd be able to join us, and you're like. You're like, what are you talking about? Whatever time you want. And then I remembered that, you know, the first time you visited my studio, I think you, you woke up like a quarter to four <laughs> and, and you had no and you, and you had no problem hopping on the subway with your New England Patriots jersey, which is a point of contention, but we're not going to you know go there right now. Uh, and then coming to visit us at the NSN Network. And then, of course, Mayor Kay and Shimmy Sokol became such an important team for us when we did all these original kosher halftime shows each and every year. And and by the way, I thank you because last year you were enthusiastic about, uh, even though you weren't really directly involved, you were so enthusiastic about Shlomo Katz doing the kosher halftime show with us from Israel. And this year I'm told you're very enthusiastic about this whole interview I'm doing with Yerachmiel Begun about the, you know, the viral, oh, you're, you're into viral sensations. So you, you can relate to the viral I- sensation that the Miami boys choir has become. So I, even if, even when you're not directly involved, it seems, you're you're still a really active supporter of the kosher halftime show, which I thank you for. One hundred percent of my fondest memories. I mean, <laughs> about this time and, and working with you and creating these original pieces have been so much fun. And we traveled the world together, Nachum. And um, it, it was always fun to see you in and out of the studio and <laughs> how much fun. And 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 you were down to play. You were down, to, you know, for the fans, for the. With listeners, you go out and do things that perhaps you wouldn't have necessarily done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know why I'm laughing because you know it's one thing everybody knows, obviously, because the video is, is is online and tens of thousands have watched it. Everyone knows some of the crazy things that have gone on the kosher halftime show, including the the paint fight that happened in Charitzenik Hospital in in Jerusalem. But but I still, as you know, I still can't get over what I consider to be the top moment when you suggested and somehow pulled off at the what do they what, what do they call it the Super Bowl what do they call it the Super Bowl fair or the or NFL the, experience, oh, NFL or experience. at the NFL experience yeah. in Atlanta you said that 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 I that we could convince hundreds of people in the room that I am a former NFL player and as uncomfortable as I was mayor it was pretty cool to see you pull it off frankly I gotta say, that was pulling it off, putting the sign in, getting the people was my least concern. I was like, well, not go for this. That was my biggest concern. And you did. And you did it with such grace and such smiles. And, and you made hundreds of people days that day. Um, hopefully, you didn't go on Googling your number and your, and your, your class who played on the Jets. But, you know, um, it, 
It was one of my most proudest feats to pull off. It, 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 it was, that, that whole day was absolutely insane. Anyway, Mayor Kay, first of all, I'm a proud supporter. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners are proud supporters. Uh, after this conversation, I hope they go to the Cause Match page and, and support even further. Uh, and you have a lot of great corporate sponsors, and you've blown this thing up, so we're, we're a little piece to this whole puzzle. But, but nonetheless, I don't want to lose focus, and it's not just that you're going to be in eight different cities around the United States providing an incredible Super Bowl party for those who are in the homeless community. In addition to that, I believe we, ha- we in this forum – have to emphasize what kind of kiddish Hashem it is. I mean, you, there are articles about you in Reader's Digest. Everyone should Google it and go to Mayor Kay's social media to see what Reader's Digest wrote about him recently. And there's obviously articles and TV stories everywhere, probably a lot of them in the cities that you're going to be in on Sunday. And, and, and the bottom line is they know that Mayor Kalmanson from the Jewish community is the man behind all of this. So all I could say is it's, it's not just an amazing thing that you're doing to help people, but on top of that, look at the reputation you are spreading about our people, which is so heartwarming. Thanks, Malcolm. I really appreciate it. And, um, and it's no small piece. You're, you've been a big part of my life growing up and then becoming a friend over the years. It's, it's, so I, I really appreciate that. So, and, and yes, thank God. I mean, it's, it's, it's growing tremendously and, you know, beyond the parties that are taking place throughout the year and we and throughout the, throughout the States and the, and the barbers and the closing and the, but it's really about the dignity and the community and the connection that takes place at these parties. We're also stepping in more gallery this year it's also helping really take a focus on the mental health perspective, helping someone build themselves up from the inside out. And that's, you know, my own personal journey with mental health. I've come to recognize how important that is for someone to step into, into life and take a responsibility and be a functioning human being in society. We, we, I want to provide that. We want to provide that for those some people who, who perhaps don't have necessarily the, the, the uh, support to do that. And um, so we're going to be providing a lot of mental health support, not just at the parties, but gobbling throughout the year as well. And, Yes, you know, one of my biggest touch points when I get interviewed by these you know, national and international publications is to specifically state that I am uh, Jewish and, and get specific about my Judaism and to show how it's really tied into our not just culture, but our tradition, our foundation, our values, and to really drive home that force because you know, not from first hand being in the media business, how distorted stories can get around uh-huh. um, our people. And so it's so important for me to to shine a light to you know, or to illuminate the world in such a way, not just through my deeds, but also let them know that what do actually Jewish people stand for? We stand for kindness, we stand for peace, we stand for community, and we stand to make this world a brighter place to go to Allah. So this is definitely one of my ways that I try to step into that and spread the word. It is amazing how you do it. By the way, let me just give the address to everybody because I'm sure there are people listening right now who just want to toss in something to help you help you out and to continue this Kiddush Hashem. Cause, and I'm so glad you're using our friends at CauseMatch. We've had such a great relationship with them. CauseMatch.com slash party. Again, CauseMatch.com slash party. Mayor, um, it, 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 I mean, if anybody who follows you, as I do, it's obvious that you've I don't know if the word is evolved or or if you if you're a little bit different than you were a couple of years ago and I and I say that with the most utmost respect and obviously I'd be making much more fun of you about it if you were here live in studio but but from a serious standpoint I don't know if it's meditation or breathing or focusing. What is it about? What have you done personally and then spread that around to others over the last year or two? What have you incorporated into your life to become more of a whole person? Yeah, thank you. I mean, <laughs> is that obvious, huh? 
I, yeah, I, I definitely well, have what do you mean? What do you mean by obvious? You, you're promoting it. You're telling people about the sessions yeah. that you're leading and going true. to, et cetera. True. This is true. This is true. I definitely stepped into more verticals in my life. So, you know, at the basis of it all, it all comes from the same place. I, I'm always looking to grow and use my talent, my gifts that Hester gave me, and show them with the world. Like, that's the only way I think we, we can operate. And that being said, uh, it's all, for me, it's coming from a place of bringing joy and happiness and positivity to the people that I meet. And recently, as I, as I continue to grow and learn and, and read and study, I've come across new things, which, one of which is, that like you mentioned, uh, breathwork. I've always been mindful and brought in meditation and the rich culture within our own history about that meditation and whatnot. Um, but now breathwork has become, and it's been around for thousands of years, and so I jumped into this thing called breathwork. And essentially what it is, it's conscious breathing, um, really going to deep you know, spaces of just breathing into a constant way. And that allows for um, a lot of energy within oneself to be moved, realizations to come through, a really deep, powerful way to reconnect with our bodies, with our soul, with our neshama. As we know, neshama means soul, neshima means breath. Neshama comes from the root word neshima. So we see the deep correlation between our soul and our breath. You know, know that Hashem breathed into the nostrils of others. So like when we we tap into this breath that we all possess, Wonderful, miraculous things can happen. And I want to add to that, because, and I said this earlier in the week with another guest. Uh, as you just said, call Hanashama, right? Neshama, soul, Neshima, breath. Uh, the only Pasuk in Pesukah de Zimra that we repeat every day is call Hanashama to Halil Ka Haluka. And someone said to me that Neshama, as you just said, is also Neshima. And in reality, the reason we repeat that Pasuk is because ideally we should be thanking God with every single breath we take. Every time we breathe in or out, we should be saying, thank you, God, for that breath. Thank you, God, for allowing me you know, to, to be here and to have a living soul within me, as you just described. So isn't that amazing that someone said that to me? It's the only Pasuk, the only passage that on a daily basis we actually repeat during the Pesukah de Zimra. Oh, wow, yes. That's fascinating, and, and I, I concur. It's really that thing yeah. with every breath that we take. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Uh, all right, could you list the cities for us? Could you tell us where in this country these super soul parties are going to be taking place? Oh, 100%. So we are obviously, obviously, obviously going to be in New York City right. uh, here in Manhattan on Sunday. But if we are in Manhattan, we're going to be um, at, in San Francisco. We're going to be in Bozeman, Montana. Louisville, Kentucky, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Lakewood, New Jersey, Stanford, Connecticut, and Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Unbelievable. And this is, yeah, yeah, we have strong parties in every, every events in all these cities. And uh, I mentioned it before, we are on a road to um, every state in America to have multiple touch points throughout the year. And we're just getting started. We, um, we're getting a lot more support. Thank God this year we have some incredible uh, partners this year as well. And, and Haynes came on this year, which is really cool and exciting, a, a big corporate sponsor. And, um, and hopefully that's the only thing to grow and support. And as you mentioned, there's a cause match campaign happening right now. Um, I saw that you guys gave us so, so generous. Malcolm. Thank you so much. Are you kidding me? I, I, I just, I, I can't. I can't recommend it to our audience enough because the Kiddush Hashem and the incredible generosity that you make sure that people do for others 
this Sunday, and as you just described throughout the entire year, is remarkable. By the way, we should mention the Super Soul Party includes food, it includes haircuts, it includes clothing, uh, it includes other basics, right? There, I guess that's why Haynes is actually involved, right? Because this is a w- one of the things we all associate with with the homeless is that they're very much in need of basic necessities, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, what we take for granted. I mean, the, the hottest commodity is socks. I mean, we're talking about socks. You know, right. socks. Especially in this frigid weather, you know, so socks is a big one, and and, and clothing, and we have these clothing drives that are taking place now, and, and we and we 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 distribute that throughout the different parties, um, and we try to take care of all the physical needs, the food, like I mentioned, and, and the barbers, which can really change someone's mood, but the the focus of, again is the mental health, the, right. the having the therapists and the social workers at the parties and throughout the year to really you know transform someone's mindset to recognizing that they are worthy and they are by human beings to go on into the world and to contribute their own talents and their own gifts. I don't know how, how strong our listenership is in San Francisco and in Milwaukee, uh, although we do hear from Milwaukee once in a while on our app. Uh, but if someone who's listening right now wants to get involved in, in the New Jersey party, which, as you described, is in the Lakewood area or in the Manhattan, New York City party, if they're a therapist who wants to, I don't know, donate their services, if they're a barber, if they have a lot of clothing. A lot of people in our community have a lot of clothing, Mayor Kay. If someone has a lot of clothing they'd like to donate, uh, I mean, what do they do? Do they go to your website? How do they handle this? Yeah, they I mean they can go to supersoulparty.org and there'll be a place for them to fill out, or they can reach a contact uh, contact us, or they can just email me at supersoul at mayorkay.com. Um, so either one of those ways would be a great way. Or just, you know, reach out to me on social media, Mayor K M E I R K A Y. I'm very approachable. I'm very friendly, <laughs> and I'd be very much welcome to, to invite them to come to the parties I like to help out, or to donate clothing, or, or anything. Any you're, otherwise, you're, you're friendly. You're friendly even when you're not giving out Hanukkah jelly donuts. <laughs> Someone's up to date with the videos. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, we've had some amazing memories, and I thank you for those, and I thank you for your encouragement of what we do here, and we encourage you to continue uh, what you're doing throughout this entire country. It's amazing to watch how people discover um, uh, what you're doing and how many people want to be involved with it. That's what's so remarkable. And again, I remind my listeners, you want to you want to take a uh, hundred bucks or one hundred and eighty or five hundred dollars and really have it go a long way. Go right now to causematch.com slash super soul party causematch.com slash super soul party and give uh, a mayor K's organization whatever you can to help out by the way mayor you know if i sometimes i'll hand a dollar to somebody you know sitting on the sidewalk in front of a 7-eleven and they'll say shalom thank you you know god bless the jewish people i'd have to imagine when you do chesed for random people as you're doing uh you know throughout these programs i'm sure at some point they recognize that you're representing the jewish people and actually uh, you know bless the community for having people like yourself am i right 100 percent 100 percent like I mentioned, whether it's obviously they, that they that they see it or know it, but uh, through conversation is something that I I try to bring into the conversation as well to talk about. And we and always the conversation, especially on a one-on-one basis, always goes on a, a more spiritual, thinking God route. I mean, and that's what blows my mind too is that people even who are, what seem like a lot less fortunate um, than me and than many of us, uh, there is always this hope and there's always this connection to a higher source, a higher power. Amazing. And there's always a blessing. Even with my first video, if you watched the one back in 2017, when we go sit down for food, oh. you see these men who perhaps haven't had it, uh, eaten a meal in a while, 
they stop before they eat the fruit and they pray. With and, they, all, and they give thanks. With all the Super Soul Party videos I've seen, that one, the original one, may still be the most incredible. That was just an unbelievable moment. Just an unbelievable moment. Yeah, we... Yeah, it was an unbelievable time, and, and we all know sequels don't do as well as the original. Right. So I mean, at this point, it's a it's a different it's a different program. But yeah, that one still does really hit home for me. And and each year, there's a little you know, each one has its own think on um, uh, energy and and ingredients that make it you know grow, growing and different. But yeah, it, it, those specific moments still exist and happen throughout all the parties every single year. That 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 gratitude that takes place that kindness that that exuberates from um from this community of unhoused people is is right there and apparent and we just look you look into someone's eyes and you recognize they were almost child ones you know and they were brought up with certain values and certain ideas and and they and they too go on to the world and you know life happens um but to see that they still have a spirit and a hope and a positivity and a connection to to god yep. is quite inspiring just amazing you can, you can Who, who's yeah. been more generous uh eagle fans or chief fans who's been more generous to the super bowl party over the last the super soul party over the last couple of days <laughs> well man you're poor you, you or, or 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 even better even better a tom brady fan like yourself is rooting for who on sunday that's it. That's it. Listen, our slogan here at Super Soul Party is we're all on the same team. <laughs> so we are all we are all we're all going for the trophy in, in different ways. But uh I, my closest friends, I gotta say, are Eagle fans. So I, I may just, you know, hop on that. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable how many people in, the, in, in our community, uh, you know, our community wide, we have discovered are, are Eagle fans. Uh, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Yeah. Mayor, good luck. We'll keep directing people to the website. Good luck, and thank you for the big kiddush Hashem, and thanks for being such a friend. And don't forget, don't for. Oh, well, by the way, I'm not asking you to share it with everybody. I know that you have your, you know, your different categories and and, and different uh, uh, social media platforms. And are dedicated to you know for different purposes but when you when you discover kosher halftime show 2023 which by the way is our 10th annual kosher halftime show wow. do me a favor at least send it to your family group and let them start spreading it around 100 percent. you kidding me i want to i want to share i want to see you interviewing your family go ahead, go ahead <laughs> travel like childhood pastime plus look what they went viral on tiktok and all that i mean like i'm excited i'm excited for that so who, that's who, a good bit and uh I was going to say, who knows more about viral sensations than you do, so you could really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And, of course, leave it to you to know how to jump on the trend. i got to say, that's great. I'm excited for that, and God willing, we'll let people know about it for sure. Thanks a million. For sure, for sure. Thank you so much. A pleasure, Mayor K. There he is, everybody. He's amazing. As you know, go to Super... Oh, well, here, let me give it to you exactly how to do it. Uh, go to causematch.com slash super soul party causematch.com slash super soul party toss in a few dollars so that mayor can continue to do the amazing work in Kiddush Hashem that he is doing as we get ready for Super Bowl Sunday here at the Nahum Single Network <laughs>
with the Hebrew version of Just One Shabbos here at JM in the AM. Well, it's no secret that Kosher Halftime Show number 10 is uh, this coming Sunday, and we've been discussing all the different ways to access it. The Rothenberg family, again, um, InjuryLawyer.com, the Rothenberg Law Firm, is uh, sponsoring, presenting our Kosher Halftime Show because they get it. They get it that it's a, it's a great shtick and a great message that when the entire country is watching, you know, the NFL's halftime show, uh, whether you watch it during halftime or whether you watch it afterwards, it's great to have a kosher halftime show to um, gravitate to for our community and for our kids. And uh, Pepsi was not able to hold on to the co- to the halftime show, but the Rothenbergs were able to hold on to the kosher halftime show. How do you like that? Anyway, Ross Rothenberg is with us live via telephone. I remind you that Ross is representing a family that has an added interest in this year's Super Bowl because uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm going to be as respectful as possible, the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles, because, hey, you know, we're not supposed to talk about Philadelphia sports teams, you know, with great reverence, but the Philadelphia Eagles are representing the NFC in this year's Super Bowl this coming Sunday. Ross Rothenberg, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. Pepsi couldn't hold on to the NFL halftime show, but the Rothenbergs held on to the kosher halftime show. 20-year contract, Malcolm. <laughs> not giving it up. I love it. Thank you. And this being a big 10th anniversary, it's even better. And you said to me, which was great, I love this moment. I've repeated it so many times. You said to me, well, you're likely, obviously, because of your affiliation with the Philadelphia sports teams, you'll likely be at the game. You won't be able to say to see the kosher halftime show. And then you caught yourself and said, wait, what am I talking about? Either during halftime or any time during my trip, I could just look on my phone and see what you guys put together. So that was a great moment, a great moment for us, Ross, because, yes, people can access it whenever they want and have a good time with it, even if they are sitting in the stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. How cool is that, huh? Nothing. It's not to say I won't have blindfolds on and earphones on and listen to it during the actual game. Not that I'm going to, but it is a possibility. It, it, it certainly is a possibility. By the way, I was having lunch with somebody that you went to high school with, and um, we were talking about your family's, you know, love for sports. And believe me, my family can appreciate that because we love our teams as much as you love your teams. And he says he remembers. I think he said high school. Maybe it was elementary school. He remembers when when Gary Maddox, I think it was your father who brought Gary Maddox, the great center fielder for the Phillies, to your school. Do you remember that? I do. It was about 1981 or 82, brought to the Beth Jacobs School in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania. How cool. Secretary of Defense. Well, Reggie. He played right field. 
Well, that was the minister of defense. This is the secretary of defense. Oh, my gosh. I didn't field and center field at the same time. I didn't even realize that. Minister of defense being your Reggie White of the Eagles. I didn't realize that he was called secretary of defense, Gary Maddox. I believe he was. That's pretty I cool. I believe he was. I was young. I think that was his thing, yes. That's pretty cool. And, 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 spoke to him. and I remember him as a kid with the big afro, and and your classmate said to me that he remembers how he put a yarmulke on top of that big afro when he visited your school. <laughs> I do remember him walking in. I was about seven or eight years old at the time. Unbelievable. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I, look, it's not fair to put you on the spot because obviously this is a, a situation that many people would want to, you know, w- would want to remain private. Uh, but obviously there's a lot of curiosity out there. I mean, is this going to be a large contingent of the Rothenbergs heading out to Phoenix or a, a just a representation? I mean, what's Sunday going to look like for your family? There will be at least four there. Nice. At least four as of now. And that we must that, that, I mean, I, look, I can't relate. You know, my team is never going to make the Super Bowl, so, you know, I can't relate to this. But it must be the greatest feeling to go and enjoy this as a family together and have this experience together. Nachum, I'm taking two of my sons and my two sons, and I can't think of, uh, I'm sure there, there are better bonding experiences in life. It's something <laughs> I've been looking forward to for many, many years. And uh, we'll see. We'll see Monday morning how, you know. Pretty cool. the experience is like. <laughs> yeah. I was looking through the uh, I was looking through the Eagles Super Bowl history, and the starting quarterback. Who was the? Uh, you can tell me who was the starting quarterback with with the with the Philly special against New England. What was his name? I can't remember now. That was Nick Foles. That was Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. Then I saw in the loss to New England, it was Donovan McNabb, and I had. And I'm saying to myself, how could I? How could I, who in high school was Mr. NFL, how can I not remember who the starting quarterback was in the first Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl appearance? And I looked it up. It was Ron Jaworski. The Polish rifle. Yeah. Polish rifle. Yeah, I couldn't believe I couldn't remember that. Anyway, that's the Eagles' history, and you're looking to keep the Super Bowl streak alive this coming Sunday as they have won their most recent visit five years ago. And uh, you know it's going to be a tough contest, Ross, right? I mean, you do have, I'm sure, tremendous respect for these skilled players on the other side of the field, right? Always, always respect your opponent. I'm just there as a fan, you know? I got that. We'll see what happens. A lot of people rooting for Kansas City, but, uh, you know, I, I want the Rothenbergs to be in a good mood Monday morning. So, <laughs> so I just hope that it's not, not the start, but I just hope the Empire State Building is lit up again in, in, the, in the beautiful Ooh, Eagles green as, oh, as it was last week. Oh, and, does that uh, hurt? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a dagger, but listen, it happens, and hopefully it will happen again. Uh, how are things, you know, and, and again, a big thank you because it's not just us, but it's so many community initiatives that the Rothenberg Law Firm sponsors and undertakes and makes sure to be at the forefront of uh, you and your family, obviously your parents, uh, take that very seriously. It's something that I remember from God knows how many years ago that the uh, the Rothenbergs attached their name to so many great uh, community causes. How, how is the law firm doing? I know that there are multiple offices and a lot of staff members at this point and family members who have, who have joined as the family continues to grow. Thank God. Uh, what can you tell us? What's the update in terms of how things are uh, in uh, in your business? Business is business. Is, I hate to say good because um, but we are here to help people. That's what we continue to do. Uh, we're continually growing. Uh, please God, the next generation will be joining the firm shortly wow. um, in one of our offices, and uh, we continue to grow. And uh, we are we are here for obviously the the all of the Jewish community as, as a whole, and really everybody. You know, um, that's what we've been doing this for over 50 years now. Those of you looking for information, it's injurylawyer.com, injurylawyer.com. 
and uh, plenty of people who are listening right now have utilized the services of the Roth Embrace. But but the added component, Ross, um, the added component. There, there are a lot of great law firms and a lot of great businesses and a lot of, uh, you know, outfits that, you know, have become, have become well-known for their specialty. Uh, obviously, your firm is now uh, known all these decades later, you know, for, for what they do best, uh, which is appreciated. But the the whole community angle where where you feel it's important and you and your family feel it's important to get involved in as many events as possible and sponsor as many charities as possible. I mean, the, it, it feels like that whole that whole piece is like a separate part of the company does it sometimes feel that way that you know the outreach that you guys do to the community is sort of like a separate part of the entire operation you know not my father often says you know you can fake being there you can fake care but you can't fake being there but the same thing you can't fake doing if it was anything in life if you want to do something you want to get involved get involved there's things you know thank god what we're known for the things that we're not necessarily known for but we do and i know you are not you're you're all over the world doing things that, you, you know, people know about, people don't know about. Um, anybody can do it. It's just, you know, getting involved. But yes, thank, thankfully, we have, uh, it should have blessed us with the ability to get involved in so many different organizations. And, um, you know, we can't do, you know, it's unfortunate we have to say no sometimes. But in any way, whether it's just, uh, whether it's giving of, of, of our finance, finances or just of our time, it's something we take very seriously. So to say it's a part of the company, perhaps, but it's something that's, you know, it's really inculcated in us and it's really all of our our, our 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 employees as well you know try to get back in any which way we can well well it's an important message and uh and yeah what you said is so true anybody out there who really wants to be involved uh it's it's not that difficult folks it's not that difficult and uh and the rothenbergs obviously have been uh, a1 uh, in that area. Um, well, I thank you very, very much, um, for again, presenting, like I said, Pepsi couldn't hold on to the halftime show, but the Rothenbergs held on to the kosher halftime show. And I thank you for doing that because you know what it is, Ross, as I always say to you privately, it's essentially a shtick or a message, uh, a statement that, you know, just because, uh, just because the NFL offers something that goes in a certain direction, uh, which I know plenty of our people in our community, you know, will watch and enjoy. It doesn't mean there shouldn't be an alternative for people so that we can make a statement that there needs to be family-friendly entertainment. So we thank you for that. By the way, um, this is a discussion that goes on in my house all the time. You know, we, we discuss our favorite sports teams from the different sports and, you know, which which of the teams do you most want to win? So if I said to you, just out of curiosity, if I said to you, Phillies, Eagles, Sixers, which championship would be the one that you would put in for? That that's easy. Philly's Eagles Sixers would certainly be Eagles, but you didn't ask about the Flyers. That's that's that, that's my team. Really? Uh, team in the uh, it's, it is for years. So right now, right now, Eagles are my team. It's so funny. Hockey has really fallen off of the uh, the Seagull Sports map. We don't even discuss the local hockey teams. But that's it. If you if you had to choose, it would be the Eagles. They're the ones that you're desperate to always be on top. All right. With that in mind, without, without, take, without taking a dagger, a lot of your listeners, unfortunately, a lot of the New York sports teams have fallen off the uh, in the last <laughs> few years. Have fallen off of that, but uh, perhaps one day. Perhaps is right. Perhaps like I like I said, I'd like to have the feeling that you're going to have with your kids this coming Sunday. Ross, good luck. Enjoy the trip. And in all seriousness, good luck to the Eagles. And uh, and uh, thanks so much again for all your involvement here. It's much appreciated. Thank you, Nelson. Be well. Do your thing, and uh, we, lo- we love being a partner. Ross Rothenberg, everybody, injurylawyer.com for the Rothenberg Law Firm. Again, they are the presenting sponsor of our Kosher Halftime Show um, 2023, which is the 10th annual show this coming Sunday, and we thank them.
Good luck to the Eagles. And, of course, Harry Rothenberg, uh, who's one of the members of the Rothenberg family, uh, is going to be with us tomorrow morning like he is every Friday morning in the 7 o'clock hour with words about Parshas Yisro right here at JM in the AM. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Shalom, shalom, shalom. 
The brand new one from Shlomo Lippman out of Israel. Good song. It's called Panima here at JM in the AM. Did a really nice job with that. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Or my cash says is a native Philadelphian. Thank you, Nahum. I guess he enjoyed our conversation about this coming Sunday. Um, listener Daniel down in Atlanta says AJA carpool number 204 wishes a happy Ben Shmonim Ligvura birthday to our grandpa Hanina Falk. 
That's this week, and we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. And thanks, listener Terry. I misidentified the uh, New York City police officer who was killed. It's police officer Fayez. And again, the uh, funeral is happening on Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn. If you're in that area today, just be aware uh, that, that almost the entire stretch of Coney Island Avenue is going to be uh, closed in um, deference to the uh, funeral uh, and the respect that rightfully is being paid to police officer Fayez, who... Uh, Gave his life protecting the citizens of New York. JM and the AM on a Thursday morning broadcast. Kosher Halftime Show happens this coming Sunday. Uh, made available to the public at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm, InjuryLawyer.com. Make sure to be tuned in. All our social media platforms will have it, of course. Our website. Um, the audio will be on at 8. Remember, it's an interview this year, so it really fits into our audio format. 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday nights, make sure to check it out. Mitchell Ader is with us live via telephone. Just about a month ago, uh, Mitchell Ader began his term as the uh, 18th president of the Orthodox Union, the nation's largest Orthodox Jewish umbrella organization. He takes over from our dear friend, Mike Bain, who not only was an amazing president of the OU and was and continues to be a tremendous friend of this program, really appreciates what we do here on a daily basis and it's always great having him as a guest. Uh, Mike Bain served as OU president for the past six years. Back on January the 1st at the OU convention, delegates elected Mitch Ader unanimously. At the other, at the same time, rather, they elected other lay leaders to fill various positions. Longstanding Orthodox Union board member Yehuda Newberger was elected as new chairman of the board of directors. And uh, again, many, many uh, positions filled by many qualified people who are uh, going to be leading our community in their new roles. Mitch Ader, President of the Orthodox Union, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nochem, and uh, thank you for having me on, and thank you for your long time and continued support of the OU and NCSY and all of our programs. I appreciate that, and uh, we've supported and uh, done what we have been able to do for the uh, OU, or with the OU, I should say, for many, many decades at this point. Um, you know, I was there recently. I was there at the beautiful brand new building a couple of times over the last two months. And uh, I, I would say, <laughs> not to put the pressure on you, but physically and organizationally, and certainly from the Kashra standpoint, because of the incredible influence and respect that the OU has in the world of Kashras, and as you said, NCSY, Yachad, so many others. I mean, it's just endless synagogue services. It's endless. Uh, you're taking over at a time that I think most would consider a really, really positive and energetic time at the OU. Yeah, it, it certainly is not. Um, there's, um, um, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Mike Spain, who um, is really Chad Bedoro. He's uh, just one of the greatest um, communal leaders um, um, of our generation and um, you know, we had the the honor of having him lead us for the last six years, really to to I mean, unprecedented heights. Um, and it's a very exciting time you know, for the organization. A lot of new programs, a lot of growth, um, um, and a lot of energy. And you know, you mentioned our, our new offices. Um, um, you know, it's just a it's, a it's a great place to be. It's a, it's a very exciting, it's an exciting environment. Um, and I, I think the that the, the physical uh, space particularly in a post-COVID era, um, to complement the, um, the work, the programmatic stuff that the OU is doing, it's really all come together, you know, thank God, in an amazing way. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Really perfect for this era. 
Mitch Ader, brand new president of the OU with us live via telephone. Um, every, I mean, and look, I read a lot about this transition, and obviously you and Maish have a, a relationship, and it's one of the reasons that uh, this has been a seamless transition, obviously. But, but there's always a department, a program, a section of the OU organization that, that brings people in. If you speak to people who are associated as lay leadership in the OU, you know, it was NCSY that got me. It was Yachad that I was attracted to, maybe Kashras or, you know, a program that took place somewhere around the country. What, what was your first experience with the organization? You know, I'm, I, I'm at an age that my memory isn't so good anymore, Nachum. Um, but, um, um, you know, I was brought in, um, um, you know, a, a number of years ago um, to, to work with my Spain on, a, um, on an educational project. Uh-huh. Um, and so what really attracted me, uh, I think, more than anything else in the OU was the, uh, was the quality of the people who were involved. Um, it, it's, you know, as you mentioned earlier in your introduction, the collection of talented lay leaders um, and, and professional leaders um, and to be, you know, be, be part of that group um, to me is what really attracted me and is the, 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 the excitement that continues um, in everything I do here. All right. I'm going to sound a little controversial here, but I got to make this observation. Um, there are, and I've seen a lot in the Jewish world over the last 40 years, there are organizations that drift toward the exclusionary role, being a little bit more, uh, you know, of a niche organization or serving a specific segment of our community. I think one of the great successes of recent years and uh, the, the, uh, the fact in terms of the organization you're taking over for is how inclusionary they have become. That OU umbrella has really expanded over the last few years. And that's why I think it's a challenge for you because I think one of the greatest tasks that you're going to have is figuring out how, how to expand it even more. Um, yeah, I, I love a good challenge. Um, and I, I don't think what you said, Nachum, is, is controversial at all. Um, 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 you know, there was a time where, um, I don't know if it was true, but it's really in the, in the public perception that the OU was a, you know, quote unquote, modern Orthodox organization. Um, but the services that we provide are, are really so much across the whole breadth of the community. Um, you know, NCSY, where we're dealing with um, uh, both public school and day school kids. Um, and, you know, the expansion of our just extraordinary um, Torah apps and our Torah learning. Yep. Um, yep. All Daf and all Parsha and yep. Mecha and, and the partnerships and the partnerships you have with that. Which years ago, people would yeah. never have suspected you could be partners uh, together with other organizations. It's been seamless the way it's happened. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And, you know, um, you know, I, I, it, it's what's fascinating is that, you know, in, in our Torah apps, um, you know, we have people from uh, whatever term it's around. Everywhere. You could just, you could just say, far right. <laughs> you could just say everywhere, you know, <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> they're the, the, you know, there, there are people in Curious Yoel who, you know, who listen yep. to Shalom Rosner's Dafshir. Um, and it, it's really, I think, brought people together an awful lot. Um, and we try to provide, uh, what we can, you know, to the broad community. Uh, no question about it. And, and it's being done really well. I know that obviously other organizations, I mean, rightfully to an extent, you know, would take credit as well. I get it. But there's a certain energy coming out of your offices that just, you know, just asks. 
asks, you know, potential partners, are you willing to do this? And nobody ever realized, oh, you could get a pretty simple yes from others in the Jewish world and Jewish organizational life. You know, that, that it's pretty easy to do that. One of the other things I think that that has really defined the organization over the last few years, and it seems like you're following in that in that uh, in that mold is um, it, there's been a lot of listening. There's been a lot of listening, and, you know, we, we appreciate listening here. Uh, there's a lot of listening. Uh, OU leadership, I think, across the board is paying careful attention to the needs of the community and listening to what people around the country need and want and would like to see and enjoy and experience, and, and therefore you've been able to implement it. When, when the organizational heads of any organization are not listening and they think that they could blindly go forward with their agenda, it, it ends up becoming a failure. And, and I'm sure you've thought about this, that the, the, the more that the, the ears of the leaders are open, the more successful you will become. You know, I, I think that's right. Um, um, you know, we, um, um, we're hearing from a, a really broad group and, um, you know, you know, Moish Bain has for the last number of years and continues to travel to different communities around the country, um, spending, um, spending Shabbos, um, and, and listening to what the local needs are. Rabbi Howard, our, you know, our, our, our EDP, um, um, not only travels a lot, but different communities, but he's sitting on very broad um, you know, organizational, um, um, you know, uh, organizational committees and such, right. uh, both within and outside of the Orthodox community, right. um, and, and so that we can try to hear and understand um, what's going on um, and figure out the best places we can play. You know, as a big organization, national organization, we can't do everything, and a lot of things that are much better done locally. Um, and one of the things that we try to do is figure out places where we can use our size and scale to connect people and, and to support local programs um, that don't have to be done and probably better done locally. No question about it. A lot of potential. I mean, it's, I, I think it's a, uh, it's an amazing time to be part of OU leadership and uh, the potential is just uh, amazing. Do you, do you also plan to do a lot of traveling? Do you think you'll have a chance to visit a lot of communities around the country? Um, <laughs> you know, over the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, I have, I think I've slept at home, um, um, one night. Oh, you're, year, you're, you're already so doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I'm, and, and I'm on a plane in about another two hours. So, uh, <laughs> get, getting around, I would like to spend a little more time in New York right now. I'm traveling up here now. I could not have set you up for that question any better. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize you're, you're already being schlepped all over the place, but Hey, it's amazing how many communities there are. You know, we used to years ago. We always talked about how you know nothing compares to uh, you know to certain communities. I don't want to single out anybody in the, in the New York, New Jersey area, but now isn't it amazing how you go to different cities around the country and they're real communities with great size and great rabbis and just a, a lot of good programming. It's it's remarkable. You can walk into every corner of this country and and find really incredible Jewish communities. That's, uh, I'll tell you something very interesting, Nachum, which is uh, I got back yesterday morning from from Israel, right. and you know we, we do have a, um, a a relatively small but growing um, um, you know uh, program in Israel. Right. Um, we have programs for Israelis. We have we're now in our JLIC program. It's on five different campuses in Israel. Yeah. By the way, thing. before last um, week, I know, thought it was still one. I couldn't believe you're already on five campuses in Israel. It's amazing. You know, there's so much going on, but what's really fascinating is, despite the relatively small size, is that the, the OU brand is such that 
um, uh, it opens doors. Yeah. And we had meetings um, with governmental officials um, who want to hear what the OU is doing, what OU is thinking. Um, and it's, you know, I, I think that the news travel, I mean, we live in a, in a small world these days, everyone's connected, but I, I think the OU's, um, um, you know, it's brand um, and the understanding of the, the role that we play, you know, in this community has very much filtered into Israel, no both question. in the, you know, the religious sector as, as social sector, as well as in the political sector. No question about it. And hey, for those of us here who continue to preach about bridging the gap between Israel and the diaspora, uh, that is uh, really amazing news. Mitch Ader, I take this opportunity to wish you the best of luck. Mazal Tov, you are now president of the OU. And uh, I, I think presidents of synagogues, you know, always hesitate when someone wishes them a Mazal Tov. But I hope I hope you accept our wishes with great sincerity and in the heartwarming manner that it's uh, that it's meant. And, and continued good luck. I, As I said, you're, you're taking over at a time that uh, everybody uh, affiliated with our community can be very proud of in terms of what's uh, accomplished, what's been accomplished so far at the OU and uh, we wish you the very best in uh, having it continue to flourish. I appreciate the bracha and I've been accepting both mazel tovs and condolences but <laughs> to me this is such a there's such an honor um, and I really I get you know I, I just get such energy um, and excitement uh, in everything that I'm doing right now it's uh, I, I, I feel 10 years younger. Amazing. So it's a big success. And, and again, I thank you for your support, and I thank you for the brothers. Looking forward to seeing you in person. Thank you so much, and have a great trip today. Thank you very much. Take care, Nachum. Mitch Ader is the president, the new president of the Orthodox Union. We say mazal tov to him and his family from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It's a Thursday at JM in the AM. There's nothing stopping you. Ki ha mitzvah hazoi, sloi neflei simimcho. Eloi rechoi kohi, there's nothing stopping you. Ain't not a well of divi, but I'm wrong. Ain't not a well of divi, but I'm wrong. Ain't not a well of divi, but I'm wrong. Ain't not a well of divi, but I'm wrong. 
JM and the AM. Ben Amram. Brand new eighth day. That's right, brand new eighth day. Ben Amram here at JM and the AM. Well, we spoke to Ross Rothenberg. The Rothenberg Law Firm is uh, sponsoring again our uh, kosher halftime show this coming Sunday. We spoke to Mayor Kay this morning about his uh, Super Soul parties. Go to causematch.com slash Super Soul Party and uh, support Mayor Kay's amazing work having to do with the Super Bowl. We spoke to Seth Levitt earlier in the week about the menu, right, A&H, Abels and Hyman. The menu for the Super Bowl parties is coming Sunday. Make sure you have plenty of salami from A&H, plenty of beef fry, plenty of uh, hot dogs. Um, But now we get to check in with somebody who's there. At the Super Bowl site, representing our community, proudly declares that he's an observant Jew, but yet is in this incredible world of sports, marketing, talent management, hanging out with these big companies and even bigger athletes. And that's Ellie Lunzer, president of Ellie Lunzer Productions. Again, sports marketing, mark, marketing and talent management agency based in new york city ellie right now is in arizona and i thank him for waking up early to join us ellie lunzer welcome to jm in the am thank you good morning thanks for having me so the game is like is secondary right (laughs) there happens to be a game on sunday but it's almost irrelevant to your business right yeah, hundred um, percent. Well, it's not irrelevant because if there were no game on Sunday, we wouldn't have <laughs> Good all the events and all the appearances for the athletes that we work with. So we need that game to happen. Um, but correct, there is a a ton of events that happened the week of. We've been here since uh, Monday and uh, going strong. And and explain the two sides. On one side, I'm assuming are are athletes that you're representing, that you're bringing to these events. And the other side is who, like corporate people, who just are hanging out pre-game. You know, these days before the game in Arizona. Yeah. So uh, the talent management side are are professional athletes that we work with and book for appearances and events, um, and that happens uh, all week long uh, for those corporate appearances and for. Uh, fans that really just want to hang out um, and be with a professional athlete, whether they're currently playing or they're a retired legend. Um, There happens to be a number of uh, those folks from the Philadelphia Eagles um, teams that that we do work with. And then the other side are the brands that are um, hosting and sponsoring events um, in honor of the, the big game. So uh, an average fan who's spending the days before the Super Bowl in Arizona can go to these events, can can meet these people? Some of the events are open to the public where um, tickets are being sold and other events are private events. Eh, interesting, I'll tell you. Amazing. So um, some, I mean, I, I assume you can make public some of the names that you're representing out there. I mean, are there names that we'd be familiar with? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest names right now that we're actually doing a, a big fundraiser today for is Demar Hamlin's fa- and his foundation. Holy cow! Um, wow. Yeah, so he, that's was, a, that's, he was all over the news last night. He was he was all over the news, um, and you know we're excited to um, do uh, a, a nice event in honor of of him and his foundation uh, today. Um, other guys on you know that we're working with this week are Rob Gronkowski, Shannon Sharp. Wow. Uh, Vernon Davis and and a slew of others. 
Is Gronkowski going to hit that field goal on Sunday? He thinks he's going to do it. He's been practicing every day. He yeah. definitely thinks he's going to do it. And I learned last night, which I didn't know, that he was actually a kicker in high school. So I guess that's an, yeah. I guess that's an advantage also. He's familiar with it. Ellie Lunzer's with us. He's Sports, sports Marketing and Talent uh, Management Agency, and he's out there in Arizona pre-Super Bowl with some of the uh, NFL past greats and some of the NFL current greats, uh, frankly. Um, are you going to be able to have a normal Shabbos or not? I, yeah, I'm definitely going to have a normal, a normal Shabbos other than the fact that I'll be away from my family. But right. uh, thanks to Chabad all over the world, um, you know, we're, we're set up for Shabbos. Uh, we have a minion. Um, and, and we'll have a, a great, you know, Chabad, Chabad meal and Shabbos experience. And then the minute Shabbos is over, we go back to three events that are happening on Saturday night. Right. Cause Saturday night, the night before the Super Bowls are really, I mean, as big as this week is that night's really something, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is, uh, one of the biggest nights of the week. Are there other people from our community that are colleagues of yours? Are you, are you meeting people that, you know, are, are in this line of work? Or are you the exception? I don't think I'm the exception. Um, there definitely are other folks that um, are in are in the space. A lot of them don't spend as much time out here the week of um, the way I do and my team does. Some of them come in just for the weekend. Others come in, you know, for a day here and there during the week or just for the game on Sunday. Um, but I don't think anyone else does the entire week beforehand. Are you? Will you be at the game or you haven't made that decision yet? I will be at the game after two tailgate events. So, where there'll be some NFL stars to meet the fans, right? Yes, of course. Uh, that, that's part of the tailgate experience. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> and, and you realize, especially with the Philadelphia connection, you're going to meet a lot of people from our community at this game. I do. I've gotten calls all week about uh, setting up private events for Philly fans and and even getting kosher catering for them as well. Um, you know, as much info as I can help out. Um, that's what I do. I steer him in the right direction. Wow. Pretty amazing. Ellie Lunzer's with us. He's getting set for Sunday's big game, um, which again, I, I assume you can reveal this of all the corporate entities you're working with this week, which one was off the charts? Is there one company or one corporate entity that like owns the place that really, you know, is clearly, clearly the leader when it comes to, you know, a, 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 the road to the Super Bowl? So that's a great question. Usually um, there are one or two that own uh, the week in terms of what we do in sponsorships and private events um, and appearances. But this week is different than any other year, being that the Phoenix Open is also going on um, at the same time as Super Bowl week and festivities. So I have to say that, you know, being at the Phoenix Open uh, the last couple of days with our NFL clients and and other brands um, that probably takes the cake on on uh, on the biggest of uh, brands out there. Very interesting. And by the way, for those of you like myself who are sports fans, and that's why these conversations are always intriguing to me, Ellie Lunzer's work is not done because when you finish with the Super Bowl this weekend, you're you're almost immediately heading out to where the NBA All Star Game is out west, right? Yes, that's correct. So that's going to be another, again, corporate entities, parties. I mean, probably a lot different in terms of the how it works, I would guess, right? I would guess the NBA also game is a lot different than the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is, of course, the Super Bowl, so it can't be exactly the same. But uh, yet again, very similar in some ways to what you're doing now, right? Definitely similar in terms of uh, industry work. Um, I would say the NBA is, is a little bit more um, 
casual compared to uh, the NFL events. It's much more of um, a business uh, conference and convention. Uh, but, but, you know, we definitely have a handful of great events going on, um, brands that are launching um, during uh, All-Star Week and, uh, and, and a few great appearances by uh, some superstars. Any Jewish moments yet? Any athletes who, uh, who, who realize that you won't eat certain food or who realize that you want to run to catch Mincha somewhere? Has any of that happened to you yet this week? <laughs> Yeah, it always happens. Um, it definitely <laughs> always happens um, just in terms of going out uh, to eat. There happens to be incredible kosher food in um, in Phoenix, Arizona and in Scottsdale. So uh, the first night we went out to um, a steak restaurant and, and the guys were were floored that it was kosher. They could not tell, they could not tell the difference. I hope, so was, I hope was, they didn't want butter with their steak. Did that come up or not? <laughs> yeah, of course. That always comes up. But and are they very disappointed or they get it? <laughs> They get it. They get it. They're not disappointed. <laughs> They're good. Hilarious. That's hilarious, I'll tell you. Uh, all right, there you go. I wonder if there's a kosher stand at the Super Bowl this year. You have any clue? I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know a lot of people are, are ordering from the various kosher restaurants. Um, you think for, you'll, for you, their target? You think one of the Chabad rabbis will be outside the stadium putting tefillin on people? You're not sure. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Ellie, good luck. It sounds like you're having a uh, a stressful yet fun time out there. But I guess it's always stressful and fun in your industry, right? Yes, sir. And it's and, great. and the and the days are long, right? I mean, you're you're putting in twenty hour days, I would guess. Very long, but this is what uh, this is what we do. It's what we enjoy doing, and, and what we excel at. Amazing. And uh, any New York athletes with you, or it's all Philly and Kansas City? If 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 you can consider Odell Beckham a, a oh, New York athlete, yeah. athlete, then you know. That's who we're with. Are the fans excited to meet him? Yeah, he's great. Uh, Fans love him. He loves the fans. um, And, you know, he does well. Do fans walk away with with unique items? I mean, is it just like autographed footballs? Or there's really cool stuff at an event like this when a fan pays and attends? I would say um, some events do have unique items special to the year. Um, and, and the location of, of the, of, of the big game, but, um, you have a, a ton of folks that travel every single year and just try and get autographs and, and right. pictures with the various athletes and celebrities that are showing up and, and, and that's their kind of like goal and motivation versus going to a game or being involved in the industry. So you definitely see that, that type of, uh, fandom. Very cool. I uh, thank you for joining us. We're always fascinated by people from our community that, you know, are involved in, in really out of the box industries. And it sounds like things are really going well and that you're enjoying it. But at the same time, you're able to schlep along your tradition and heritage with you, which is really cool. So thank you. I appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Ellie Lunzer, everybody. Ellie Lunzer Productions, sports marketing and talent management agency. He is all in. On the Super Bowl. He's out there in Arizona and uh, part of uh, managing all these uh, events and fan experiences and the players that are and celebrities who are a part of it, as you heard. And at the same time, he's uh, making his arrangements for Shabbos <laughs> and for kosher food, etc. cetera. Uh, always proud to feature people like that in our community who are uh, exploring really cool professions and industries and at the same time, never, ever forgetting their heritage and tradition. I love that. Uh, we'll wrap things up with Svi Silberstein on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. with a reminder of amazing programming all day long. Coming up, Charlie Harari, two minutes from now on the topic of what's in our circle and Parshas Yisro. Jew in the City Speaks. Following the release of the movie You People, Allison is joined by YU's Dr. Joshua Carlip to discuss historical patterns of Jews playing a collaborative role in anti-Semitism. That's coming up at 10 o'clock with Allison Josephs and Jew in the City Speaks. That's live with Miriam Wallach. I am the guest as we preview the 10th annual NSN Kosher Halftime Show. Thursday live lunch with Yossi Zweig. Throwback Thursday includes Yossi Zweig in it. The day we introduced the Yes Legacy album. Can you imagine? That's at 1 o'clock today. After JM Rewind Encore and some great music, it'll be the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. for that. Tani Talks Parsha, 10 o'clock tonight. Tani Gutterman with a discussion about the Torah portion of the week. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web and on the Nahum Single Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM in the AM. My thanks to all of our special guests and thanks to all of you for tuning in. Tomorrow morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. Malcolm Holmline will join us and plenty more. Don't forget our Thursday schedule. Don't touch that dial. Plenty coming up. And the Kosher Halftime Show presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm this coming Sunday. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.